Welcome to Story Life, short stories brought to you by Mark Aluzai. Season 1, Good Morning. Episode 1, The Emperor and the Bird, written and read by Mark Aluzai. So very, very long ago, there was a rumour. And as is the way with rumours, it drifted between people and places like a dandelion seed on the breeze, until one day it drifted into the emperor's palace. That day the emperor was sat silently in one of his libraries near the top of one of his many tall towers. From somewhere behind the rows of bound books and scrolls came the most annoying sound. The sound of young women gossiping. The emperor, frustrated that his study had been interrupted, was about to get up and reprimand the two girls severely when he caught something they said that interested him. They were talking of a beautiful but incredibly rare bird. No. As he listened, he realised, in comparison to all the creatures he had seen and all he had read about, it was the rarest. Not only that, it was also the most beautiful bird in all the world. It lived only in the deepest of jungles and highest of mountains, so far from the loud and busy cities of people that it had hardly ever been seen, only glimpsed. But in those moments, flashes and glances, anyone who saw the bird saw colours they had never before imagined, movements they could not describe, and heard a song that made their very souls remember who they were. The Emperor recollected hearing a similar story once. He could not place it. It could have been in one of the thousands of books he had read, or it could have been a tale his mother had told him as a child. It mattered not, because, he realised, he had to find the bird. He had to have it for his own. He had to possess its beauty for himself. Within days... He had mustered hundreds of men, horses, caravans, ships, camels, and chests of gold and jewels. The emperor would not go himself, but would give a small kingdom to anyone who could bring the bird to him. The word travelled far and wide across the lands. The emperor would pay a great reward for anyone who would capture this, the rarest of birds. Days passed. Weeks, then months. The emperor waited in his palace for the expeditions, only for them to return with nothing. Reports of sightings came in, but no bird. Then, one day, a small child from a remote village in the mountains walked into the emperor's court, wearing dirty clothes and carrying an old, worn, sack. 
as the little child walked in. The palace guards moved to stop him, but the boy only knelt down on the royal carpet and slowly opened his back. The most incredible light shone out as he opened the pack. It almost blinded. The court went silent. No one could speak. The bird flew into the air and began to sing. People began to weep. The guards fell to their knees. All were bathed in the flickering, changing colours of undiluted beauty. Then something happened. A tiny thing, a rare thing, almost as rare as the bird itself. A tear. It slowly formed in the Emperor's eye. He could not blink, he could not look away from the bird. And the tear grew. It grew until it freed itself enough to run down his cheek, to disappear into the forest of his beard. In his heart, a faint memory kindled of joy, of hope, of love, of sorrow. The boy was given a small kingdom as his reward, and the emperor had one of his great rooms turned into a cage to keep this the most beautiful bird in all the world. In the mornings, the emperor would go look upon the bird before he even got dressed. He would show the bird to visiting kings and queens. He would listen to the bird's song while taking a bath. At sunset every night, he would watch the changing colours play over the shimmering feathers of the bird. Then, one day, the feathers began to lose their sparkle. The song of the bird grew faint and became only silence. The colours slowly faded to a dull grey. The bird itself stopped flying and sat still on its perch. The emperor called animal doctors, wise ones from all over the world, to come to him in his palace. Different plants were brought in for the bird to roost on. New foods, old foods, musicians tried to mimic the bird's song. No one could find a way to restore the bird to its former self. Weeks turned into months. One evening, as the sun was setting and the emperor was sat alone in his palace, staring at his grey bird, the most beautiful bird in all the world, it happened again. That strange memory came back to the emperor's heart of joy, of hope, of love, of sorrow. A tear made its way down his cheek and he knew what he had to do. He called for his guards. He ordered the tailors to make him some travelling clothes. He called for his horses. He called for the boy who had brought the birds to him. The very next day, they set off following the boy. First, they journeyed through the woods with trees of all shapes and colours. They crossed shimmering rivers and went deeper into the dense forests. Up into the hills their horses carried them. 
further to the majesty of the mountains they travelled until they were as far as they could go from where they had begun. Finally, the emperor and the boy climbed down from their horses, and the emperor carried the bag with the bird as he followed the boy up between the trees. They walked and walked until the trees began to thin and they could see for miles and miles. The boy pointed to a small plain patch of ground and the emperor knelt and slowly opened his back. The bird flew out and landed on a branch of a nearby tree. The boy and the emperor just sat and stared. Nothing happened. They waited, but still the bird did not fly. Its colours did not return. It did not sing. But something strange did begin to happen. A sorrow, a love, a hope, a joy, a memory. More than one, a dozen, a hundred moments remembered. A tear made its way down the emperor's cheek, then a second, and a third. He wept for the bird's beautiful colours that had not returned. He wept for the shimmering feathers he could not describe. He wept for the lost song that had touched his spirit. He wept for all that had been lost. He wept for the bird. He wept for himself. Eventually the time grew late and the sun began to set. Still the bird had not moved. Still the colours had not come back. Still there was no song. Still the tears flowed down the emperor's cheeks. Then the grey bird lifted its head and flew off the branch. It flapped its grey wings and headed into the sunset. The emperor watched through his tears until the grey bird became only a speck. Then it was gone. The emperor was left staring into the sunset. It reminded him of the days before, when he would sit and watch as the beauty of the sunlight danced off the shimmering feathers of the most beautiful bird in all the world. He sent the boy back to his men with this short message. I won't be coming back. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the story and want to support future episodes, please go to patreon.com forward slash podcast and join the community. Thanks. See you next time.